helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Life Transformation Show. I am your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services, and today we have another interesting show lined up for you. Today's show is a strange one. And when you hear the title of today's show, you might be wondering, Michael, have you lost your mind? Why are you doing a show on such a topic? The topic of today's show, the truth about succubus and incubus demons. Some of you are hearing these words are going, Michael, what are you talking about? These names are becoming very popular online. And these are the names that people believe are the names of demons, sex demons, that torments people in their sleep at night, have sexual contact with believers uh, and non-believers who, against their will, are caressed and molested, if I might even use that term, uh, at nights when they're, when they're sleeping. Now, let me say that this is a belief, it's a myth, and it's not something that we are by any means saying that we agree on. The purpose of today's show is to shed light on this topic. And you might ask, why are you doing a show about such a topic? I'm doing this show today because I'm seeing a growing number of Christians who are coming to me for help, believing that these demons, these sex demons, are doing sexual things to them at night. So today's show is to set the record straight on actually what is happening. Hence the title, The Truth About succubus and incubus demons. Let me start off by saying, first of all, that these demons, these names are not the names of demons. They're actually Latin word that Latin words that describe experiences that people have during the night. But many people online are using these terms for the names of demons that attack people and do sexual things to them in their sleep. The word incubus is from a Latin word that means to lie on or to lie on top uh, on top of. And it's a name that is used to describe these experiences that people have in their sleep, that something is lying on top of them. And in sexual dreams, when people have these experiences, they go on to put meaning to it to say that this is a sex demon that's on top of me. The the, the other word, succubus, is a word, a Latin word, that actually means to lie under. And this is believed, the myth, as the myth goes, I should say, this is believed to be the female demons that lie under men in their sleep and do sexual things against their will. So many believers are tormented because they're having these experiences and there are many false prophets and false teachers 
online that is propagating the fear and the myth that these are sex demons that are attacking people because they have been promiscuous in their past. Let me say that this is the furthest thing from the truth. And as we go through today's show, I'm going to be looking at biblical uh evidence to show that this could not be the case for believers. And I'm also going to be looking at two case studies of people who have these experiences, two case studies from the psychiatric literature of people who had these experiences and how they were treated and the result of that treatment. One thing that we should keep in mind that if it is demonic, then something that is demonic will not respond to medical treatment or to medicine. So as we look at these case studies, you can draw your own conclusion as to whether or not at the end of me presenting these case studies, as to whether or not you think that these experiences were, in fact, demonic. So let me say right off the bat that I'm not saying that these people who are having these dreams are not tormented. Yes, they are tormented and they have high anxiety and stress level. And as a matter of fact, some of these people who have these experiences, their, their mental health deteriorates and their physical health deteriorates. And uh, it is, it is a, a, a belief that was common in the, in the medieval ages that people who were harassed by these demons, that they would actually fall apart and in some cases would lose their mind or eventually die as a result of being harassed, sexually harassed by these demons. As we go through this show today, you're going to be understanding why people might fall apart. And it has nothing to do with demons. It has to do with the belief that people hold. If you are a believer that you're trying to serve God and you're having these experiences and you really start thinking that I am being sexually harassed by demons in my sleep, you can see how this would lead to a deterioration in your mental health. So this show is to set the record straight as to what actually is happening. In the Old Testament, we have this uh, this idea of idols, where people worship idols and people believe that idols were capable of blessing their crops. People believe that idols were capable of getting angry at them and so they would offer their children in fire as a means of appeasing these these gods, these gods, these gods that they had made out of wood. And they had a whole belief system in that civilization at that time that people actually believed that they, they could be they could be uh, cursed by these idols if they didn't do certain things, or their crops could be blessed. And it was the belief that gave these idols the power over people, not the idols themselves. These idols were mere wood, wooden objects. And so similar today, my warning to believers is that if you listen to podcasts 
online from people who are spreading this myth that there are these two demons or, or two types of demons, succubus and incubus, that are out there attacking believers in their sleep and having sex with them and tormenting believers. If you buy into those beliefs, then you are going to be tormented and you will actually suffer. It will be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So this show is to help you to understand what is going on so that you can help others or maybe you yourself need to hear the truth about what's actually taken place. So again, belief is what gives these things power over you, not the actual things them themselves. So the first explanation as to what is going on is that people have what is known as sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is a state of sleep, a type of sleep or, or a phenomenon that happens during sleep, somewhere during the fourth phase of sleep, in, in realm sleep, where a person is not able to move. Their body is awake. I would say their mind is awake rather, but their body is still asleep. There is this part of the brain that during sleep prevents us from moving. The motor center in the brain inhibits our ability to move. And it's actually devised that way by God to prevent us from acting out our dream our dreams. If you were able to move while you're having a violent dream or a dream that you're in a fight, you could actually do damage to your partner and sometimes to your to your spouse that's sleeping beside you. And so sometimes that system goes awry and people have uh, things such as sleepwalking. And that's a malfunction of that system that paralyzes you during your sleep. Sleep paralysis is a malfunctioning of that system where it has not yet uh, turned off while your body is still awake. And so people who are experiencing sleep paralysis can actually feel like there is a force that's holding them down. And so because you want to move, but you can't move because that system of our brain that protects us has not yet turned off. So if you're having these, these if you have this belief where you think that demons are holding you down and you're having a sexual dream and you're just awakened out of a sexual dream or you are aroused in your sleep, which is something that happens quite naturally uh, for many healthy people, you will find, you, you might come to the conclusion that this is demonic, but it's not demonic. It's just a system in your brain that has not yet turned off. That's system that God has put there to stop you from sleepwalking or from acting out your dream by causing and, and cause harm to yourself or others. So that's the first explanation is that it is sleep paralysis. There's also another sleep disorder that is known as hypnagogia. And in that sleep disorder, people has people have hallucination and 
auditory and visual hallucination where they, they, they are seeing things and they are hearing things. And if you are sexually aroused again and you are hallucinating, it is quite understandable that you could hallucinate about someone doing sexual things to you because you are in a state of arousal. And there are many people who are tormented because of these uh, these natural uh, conditions, these conditions that are scientific. But the meaning that they're given to it because of their spiritual beliefs and because of misinformation online, they're thinking that they're being attacked by these incubus and succubus spirit. Let me say that's not the case at all. There are scientific explanation. Uh, I will also like to clarify that I am by no means dismissing the existence of demons. I have seen demonic activities and I know it is real, but the incidence of demonic activity is is rare in terms of the where it could manifest itself in that way. I'm not saying demons are rare, but I'm saying the manifestation in people's life where people will be held down or being uh, being sexually harassed by by demons are rare, and secondly, it would happen in cases where people have opened the door for that. And and just being promiscuous in your past doesn't mean that you have opened the door to demonic activities. It would have to do some have something to do with the occult for for a demon to have that kind of control over you. And if you're a believer where you have have surrendered your life to Christ, as we will explain in the last part of the show in more detail by using scripture, there is no way that this could be happening to you. If it's happening to you and you're a believer, there is a scientific explanation. So now I would like to go on to look at the two case studies that I talked about, uh, that I mentioned that I would do in the beginning. The first case study was about an 18-year-old young man who, for three years, had these sort of experiences. He explained that he was being approached by a good-looking woman every night, and that this woman would take full control of his body and would do things to him against his will, and he was powerless to stop it. He would wake up tormented and at times would not go back to sleep because of fear that this woman would continue to sexually assault him in in his sleep. Now, at some point, he went for psychiatric help. And what is interesting is that this young man was diagnosed as having schizophrenia. Now, remember I said in the beginning that if it's a mental health condition, then medication will help. If it's spiritual, then medication will have no effect. If it's a demonic situation, demons do not respond to medication. So this young man was treated by a, a psychiatric, by a psychotic medication, antipsychotic medication by the name of Abilify. And with the with the treatment of Abilify over several weeks, his condition ceased. 
he no longer had this experience of being of being sexually assaulted during his sleep so that's the first case study he responded it responded he responded this young man responded well to medication if you have just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Show. I'm your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services. Elim is a professional counseling organization that provides professional counseling from a Christian perspective. You can find out more about us by going to our website at elimcounselingministry.com. You can also call us at one 877 We would be happy to hear from you. So now let's talk about the second case study. And this case study is very interesting, very similar, but there is a, a twist to this one. So the second case study that was published in the same psychiatric journal, Industrial Psychiatry, the publication uh, January to June 2018. So it's a fairly recent publication where both case studies were published. In the second case study, this the 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 person in this case study is a twenty-four-year-old male, and he was having this condition for two years, along with other mental health challenges for two years. His condition was worsening. He had what is considered to be tactile hallucination where he could actually feel as if he was being caressed by these demons to the point where he would even have orgasms. Uh, even when he is awake and in bed, he would feel, literally feel himself being touched and having uh, sexual arousal and orgasm uh, supposedly by uh, this demonic spirit according to popularly held belief. And so, as can, as you would well imagine or could understand, if you are having this kind of experiences from a force that you cannot see, you'd be terrified out of your mind. So, not surprising that this young man was falling apart because he's having these experiences. He can't see anyone, but he had this 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 kind of idea in his mind that it was a, a, a past teacher of his and that this teacher was forcing him to do things against his will. So he, his condition was deteriorating. And so he too went for help and he was prescribed a, a range of medications that did not work. The first round of treatment included antipsychotic medications such as respiridone and olanzapine. And these medications did not help this young man whatsoever. They tried several things and it just didn't work at first. Now, eventually, they they changed his medication and they they tried uh, a medication by the name of clozapine and in the dose of 200 milligrams daily and what is interesting that once they tried that medication his condition improved and so the condition uh, improved to the point where he he himself realized that what he was going through was part of an illness and that it wasn't real at all. 
So this is very interesting. And the, 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 the point here in this case study is that medication is not an exact science. What works for one patient might not work for another patient. And I think the mistake that a, a, a lot of us make as believers when we go for treatment is that we give up on the medication too quickly for things like schizophrenia and depression. We said, oh, it's not working, so therefore medication doesn't work. And we suffer unnecessarily for the rest of our lives because we we keep having the same maladies over and over again. When if we would work with our doctor and stick to it, the medications would eventually work. Now, so in, in both cases in this case study that was published in the psychiatric journal, both people were having this experience, this sexual experience, medication help. So it was not incubus spirit and it was not succubus. It was nothing that was tormenting. No spiritual demons were attacking them. Sadly enough, there are many people in our churches who are having these experiences where people are trying exorcism on them. They are being told to rebuke the demons. And this just feeds into the fear and the anxiety. Because if you're having this and your your mentors are telling you that you need to pray and, and fast, but that it's demonic and that you need to rebuke demons and it's not working, you can readily see how this would make you more and more anxious. And let me also say that this belief in in demons attacking people in their sleep, it's a very common occurrence that, that occurs in all culture. And that's not surprising because these medical conditions are very common. And whereas demonic possessions and the type of demonic experiences where a demon would be having sex with someone is by no means that, could be, be by no means that Common. So let me now take a theological perspective and look at what the Bible has to say about, about this. In Luke 10, 19-20, Jesus speaking to his disciples who, who were believers like us. And Jesus said to them, what could also be applied to us? Jesus said in Luke 10, 19 and 20, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. This metaphor that is used to that 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 that, that reads to tread upon snakes and scorpions is a metaphor that means that you will have power over any demonic entity, any force of darkness that will seek to come your way. And to tread upon or to step upon, meaning that you have such power over any demonic force that that you can trample them under your feet. So if you are a believer and you are buying into this misinformation online, that you are you are being sexually assaulted by demons at night, then let me say that you are going against 
the teachings of what Jesus actually said would happen in your life. Believers cannot be sexually assaulted at night. I don't. It doesn't matter what your past has been. There's so much misinformation out there about soul ties, that if you have had sex in the past before marriage, then demons could actually come and have that power over you. That's just not true. If you are a believer and you're, and, and you have, you have, ask Jesus to come into your life, then there is no way that demons could have that kind of authority over you. The passage goes on to say that nothing will harm you. Nothing is is in the context of spiritual forces. In other words, no spiritual force can harm you. Now, if you are a believer and demons are having sex with you, demons are defiling you at night, then this would mean that Jesus' word is not true. This would mean that that somehow what he has promised is not true, and that these demons have such control over you that they are sexually assaulting you in your sleep, even though you're you, in in your waking life you are living, you're, you're, you're living for God, and your will and intention is to serve God. It's just not true. These demons cannot have that kind of control over over us as believers. Uh, Verse 20 of that passage in Luke 10 reads, continues, nevertheless, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. So what Jesus is saying is that once you're a believer, it's not by works. It's not that it's not a matter that, okay, because I committed some sin, demons can just take control of my life again. No, it doesn't work like that. Jesus is saying that your name is written in the is written in heaven. And if your name is written in heaven, then it simply means that you the, the, the forces of darkness cannot have that kind of a dominion over you. So I would say, stop listening to those podcasts. Stop spreading this myth about incubus and succubus spirits that are attacking believers, because it just cannot happen. Jesus says the spirits submit to you. If, if demons are having sex with you in your sleep, then then they're not submitting to you. And this is contrary to what Jesus said would take place in the life of of believers. And you might say, well, I'm a believer, but I am struggling. The, the, the disciples also struggle. The disciples he was speaking to were not perfect. They were just like me and you. They had their issues. But Jesus still said to them that the demons would submit to them. So I would like us to think very carefully what we are believing because there are so many things that are not true online that people listen to podcasts that talks about these these demons and start believing and and start believing in them. So if you have missed the first part of today's show, you can find it by going to our website at elimcounselingministry.com and this website will link you to our YouTube page that has over 200 podcasts like this online that shed lights on mental health topic from a Christian perspective. So I chose to do this 
show today because I actually think it's a mental health issue because believers who believe in these in these uh, demons that they exist and that they are tormenting them actually start falling apart. It's no wonder that in medieval times they would say that people would actually lose their mind or actually die because if you actually feel that every night a demon is coming into your room and doing these things to you, you can see how this would lead to a deterioration in your health. Uh, I would also like to remind you of our upcoming healing retreat on the 5th to the 8th of June 2020 at Providence Park in Lanark. We're already seeing people registering. And again, do not wait until too late to register. If you would like to register, then give us a call. one 544 3546 I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Life Transformation Show. I want to remind you also of our website, elimcounselingministry.com, where you can find out more about this ministry. And also like to encourage you, if you haven't yet contributed to this ministry, please consider making a donation. Donation helps us to continue to produce podcasts like these that helps believers to find freedom in Christ. And it also helps us to continue to provide professional counseling at a subsidized rate to those who need it but might not able might not be able to afford it. So until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services, praying that God would bless you in all your relationships and to keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.